Hi, I'm Amy, general contractor. And I'm Alicia, homeowner, and we're talking home, home repair. repair. Today we have two items. We have a listener question, which I think is going to catapult us into carpenter's math. And, and an argument, I'm sure, between And an us. argument, I'm sure. <laughs> we tried to work this out earlier, and yes, we'll see. Um, and we're going to do a quick design update. The resurgence of wallpaper. Mm. Anyway, let's start with the listener question. The question is, I'm wanting to install Wayne's Cotting, not Wayne's Coating. We looked it up. We did. Wayne's Cotting um, in my dining room, and the wall is about 12 feet. Is there a simple way to divide the wall so that the spaces between those vertical boards are even from corner to corner? Now, I don't see this as so complicated. So what am I missing here about I, how I want to I would out? love to set you up and say, okay, Lee should do it. I would love to see it. All I right, just, we'll do it. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll we're okay. going to have a field day. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right. Have a field day. All right. So how many spaces do you want? You want four? Four spaces on this 12-foot wall. I don't know if it's 12 foot. Yeah, they didn't say, but let's say um, th- like three feet a piece. So I'd wrap. Then that would so be. about four I boards would, or four or five boards, right? Be, well, if you, no, the, I want to know how many spaces you want. How many So I think panels. about it in spaces, yes. not as in boards. Yes. How many panels uh, do you want? Four. Four. Okay. Four panels. Yes. So you're going to need five boards, right? Because you have, this one's on the end corner. I'm, I'm, I have my fingers up in front of her right now. <laughs> we're, we're doing show and Sorry tell. About visual. So, Sorry about the visual. Sorry about the visual. So we have this one. On my left is up against the left corner. This one on the right is up against my right corner. And then these. So I have one, two, three, four spaces, right? Okay. Right. So I'm going to cut. So one extra board for the- For the length of the wall. Okay. So I'm gonna, for more spaces. Right. You need one so, more board than you want spaces. Right. So I'm going to cut five boards yeah. at whatever height you want it. Say, right. Say- 36 inches. 36 or, inches. Yeah. And then you're going to have a top rail kind of yeah. thing. All right, so you're going you're gonna to cut those. You can set them up. You may need a second set of hands. Mm-hmm. And you're going to slide them all the way to one end so that they're all, all five. All five of them, all okay. up against each other. And then you're going to measure, so, say we slid them all the way to the right. Right, okay. So we're going to measure that empty space from that far left-hand board all the way to the corner. Okay. In... And and measure what that is. Okay. So let's say the boards are about two inches. So five, we've got 10 inches worth of board. Okay. With the little vertical boards. Right. Okay. So we would have what? 11? 11, 2. Okay. So then you take that 11, 2 and wait, wait, wait. I got to remember this. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> she said it was super early. It is. Easy. It's, it is I mean, really easy. easy. It is super easy. <laughs> um, and you you take that eleven two and you divide it by three four spaces. We wanted four spaces, right? Yes. And that's but those can, boards are already on the corner. So I had three boards that I'm putting up. No, don't even think about that. Okay, don't even think about that. Wait, we have at me. 11, 11 feet two inches. Yeah. So we're going to take that 11 feet, 2 inches. Divided by 4. Divided by 4. Whatever that number comes out to be. That is going to be the length of the spacer that you're going to cut. 
Oh, okay. So you put your corner one up, put your spacer in there, put your second one up, put your spacer in there, put your third one up, spacer, third one up. It should work every time. Does that make sense? Yes. Um, so if is there a reason took- why I wouldn't just put a mark? In the measure, or it's just making you, it's just saving you from being inaccurate. Yeah, it's from so mismeasuring. To, to cut the space of bar. Right, right. Okay. Yeah, from mismeasuring. So what is 11 feet, 2 inches, right. divided first by? <laughs> first, we need to know what's the decimal of 2 inches. Ooh, here we go. We've got, we got our calculators out. <laughs> uh, 0.167. So okay. 11.167 divided by four, four equals, spaces. So about 2.8. That is about 11.167 divided by four. <laughs> this equals. is the sexiest podcast. I know, right? 2.79 <laughs> would be the length of your board. And you'd have to do the and conversion I'm gonna, from 0.79 and to inches. I'm going to tell you how to do that in just a moment. So converting decimals to fractions, specifically inches, right? Because you don't want a one-third or you don't want a one-fifth because you can't measure that on a tape measure. So you take the decimal and multiply it by 64 because 64 is your smallest measurement on your tape measure, 64th of an inch, right? Oh, okay. If you have a 64th. Right. Or if you only have 30 seconds, then multiply it by 32. Oh, okay. So you'd measure, so you'd multiply the, Point, am, I, am I doing 0. 0.79 to 0. Do it? 0.79 times 32. 25.28. So you get 25, 30 seconds. So you have two feet and... 25, 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, for a regular tape measure, don't you think eighths would be safer? Yeah, or you... 16. I mean, 30 seconds is... 16. 16th of an inch. Yeah. An eighth on an, Okay. Right. So, but I do this point, whatever the point is, the, whatever the decimal number is... I go ahead and multiply that by whatever the division on the right. tape I want to use. Mm-hmm. So if I wanted to do eight, then I've got six eighths. There you go. Okay. Or three quarters. Right. God, why didn't we just Pretty- do metrics? So you Because could- you have to add such big numbers and trying to find. So you've got one centimeter that's divided into 10. Mm-hmm. It's It just gets crazy to get that exact because so I was reading about that, yeah. about, about like, because that was my first thought. I was like, just do, just do centimeters. It's so much easier. Mm-hmm. But it's actually harder with the ten increments that aren't right. There's not like you know a quarter inch mark on a tape measure is bigger than an eighth inch mark, which is bigger than a sixteenth inch mark, and they don't do that on centimeters, right. millimeters. Right, right, right. right? They, it's all It'd be the helpful same. If they did. So you're still counting. Like one, two, three, four. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. But it would make the math easier. Oh, definitely. Would definitely make the math easier. Base tens. Yeah. 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 But but to really look at the tape measure and ah, that's interesting. So. What do they do in Europe or countries that have metrics? Centimeters. They use them. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. So we could grow. We could. We could advance. I mean, how long has it been since the metric no, but- system was actually um introduced? And accepted yeah. in the United States. Yeah, yeah. When I was in grade school. Yeah. 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 We are bullheaded. Mm-hmm. But it was funny. I was building something the other day, and I ended up liking the centimeters because I could just be so much more precise and just remember the one number. 
But I hear your point. Mm-hmm. And it'd be nice if they'd give them a little bit of shape. Right. So you'd know where 0.5 is. At least 0.5. Yeah. You know. But then you wouldn't have like a two point or a 0.25 because that's going to be in between two and three. Yeah, but that's already far more precise than our fractions. No. Well, once you get down to a 32nd, I suppose not. Right, yeah. <laughs> I think I'll Carpenter's just... math. <laughs> okay. So, okay. So, we... I think, so the helpful thing is think about spaces. Don't think about boards. Right. Right. Because you that's going to all go away. It's all going to be on one side. Yeah. And you're just measuring that empty space, dividing it by the number of panels. Yeah. That it'll look like panels once you get your vertical boards up. The number of open panels that you want. Cool. So if you were going to do it on all three walls of your dining room, let's Mm -hmm. say your dining room has three walls and so Mm -hmm. you have two corners where it connects, Mm -hmm. do you put another board in that corner? And so in the corner of wainscoting, you have more than one board or... I don't know. Would you want... Because I think it'd be... I think it'd look heavy on the corner. Aesthetically, I think it would, would you rip that board then in half on the corner? So on each corner, you'd have half a board and half a board. And as it came together. And that's a good thing to decide decide ahead of time and design ahead of time. Because you'd still rip those two boards and include that in your stack as you're measuring. Right. Yep. Because then, because that's a whole, right. if we were taking the two inch uh, scenario, mm-hmm. you'd be off a whole inch. Mm-hmm. Ooh, doggy. Yeah. Yeah. So figure out corners first and then count spaces. Mm-hmm. Determine the number of spaces. So would do you think aesthetically on your other side walls, would you use that same spacer and then just come up to a point that it's maybe not going to be equal? Or do you start all over again, you know, and have new spaces, new space distances for that other wall? It depends on how big the wall is. I mean, if you're going from a 12-foot wall... To a seven foot wall, yeah, right. And then you got you got a doorway or something. Yeah, a seven foot wall. You're not going to want to use the same number of spaces. You're going to want to try and make them the same size. So yes, using that spacer, but you may have to recalculate it a little bit so just, it doesn't look odd, right? So the the the, the panels are going to be similarly spaced. They may not be exactly, and they may not be complete. That's that's what I. But they should be. No, like if you're if you've based all your stuff off of so many spaces on the larger wall, mm-hmm. and you don't have the space to do the same number of spaces on the side wall, mm-hmm. I'm saying the argument is: Do you want to go for the same space distance, or uh, kind of cheat it? What will our eyes forgive? And do you do it two inches narrower so that you have two complete spaces in that small wall, mm-hmm. or do you have a smaller space as it arrives to a door no, trim do or that. something. No, I think that would look, I would think that that would look off. I think you would take and. So you'd think about that in your design too, to say not do too big of spaces on your big wall. So mm-hmm. you, so that it's completely odd looking on your short walls. Right. I mean, you could do a measurement and say, okay, I want, I want three panels on the short wall. What am I looking at? Mm. Do it. Do you start with your short wall and get that size? That makes sense. And then go to your bigger wall and get about that size, and see how much adjusting you have to do mm-hmm. on that one. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. So yeah. maybe start with a short wall. Yeah, I love it. I love it. <laughs> 
You feel better about that now? Spaces, not boards. Well, the biggest thing I think is what's helpful is to talk about, because I do, I was thinking about in terms of boards, Mm. and I'll split the boards, Mm -hmm. rather than thinking about the spaces. Mm. And, you know, and then thinking about the corners, and then thinking about your shorter wall, Mm -hmm. and how that's going to interact with your long wall. Done and done. We Thanks got for the it. question. We got yeah. it. We hope we brought some clarity to it, although I think our conversion, although I do like just multiplying by the fraction you want. That's right. helpful. Yeah, it does. So the other side of the decimo, how to get those back, get it back to a fraction. Because mm-hmm. I think I've made my life too difficult on that too. Like I've included the whole number in it, thinking that that was going to be helpful to me. So <laughs> I like it. Multiply by the fraction that you want. Nifty. Yes. All right, moving on. <laughs> okay. Now it's time for an ad. This podcast is sponsored by Amy Works, a residential remodeling contractor in Seattle. We want to help you realize the dream of your next kitchen, bath, or basement remodel. Check out some of our work on our website, amyworks.com. Give us a call at 206-478-2019 or send us an email at help at amyworks.com. And that... Was an ad. So, design update. No, 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 oh, no. We've no, you got have more, more carpenters' math. We've got more carpenters' math. I'm so excited. Yes. So, what else? What other tricks? Measuring tricks? Do you have? How do you, do you know how to measure to see if your walls are square, or if you're building something with a 90 degree angle? How do you? How can you measure that to make sure? Other than taking your, say your, um. Carpenter, Carpenter square, square or your speed square or whatever and putting it in that corner. How can you measure it farther out to see if that's if it's really square? Do you measure corner to corner? The, well, if you have a square, you could do it that way. Oh, but if you're just hanging out with an angle. Right. No. Oh, okay. It is the, you know, the Pythagorean's theorem. Do you remember that? I do. So it, they call it the 3-4-5 rule. Mm. So from the corner, you measure three feet one way. Mm-hmm. And from that same corner, you measure four feet on the other wall and mark it. So the distance between those two marks on an angle should be... On the floor? Yeah, should be exactly five feet. If it's more or if it's less, then you're not square. Very easy. And then you can do it in multiples. So three of- foot wall, four foot... On the wall, mm-hmm. and then connecting those two on the floor should be five. Yeah, the distance between those in that angle. Can I do that really with tough. any three consecutive numbers? So, like, if any I any multiple out- of three, four, five. So, if you you could do six, eight, ten. Okay. You could do okay. So yeah. multiples, you can't just say like a six, seven, no, nine, no, no, no. It's got to be a multiple of right. Yep. Of three, four, five. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah. A squared plus B squared equals C squared. I'm going to try that. Okay. Hope some, nothing gets in my way. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got? What other trick? Let's see. Um, oh, calculating square feet. You probably know how to ca- calculate square feet, right? Sure. A lot yeah. of people don't, they understand. Um, they'll ask us all the time, well, I'm supposed to buy this tile, but I don't know how much to get. Mm. I have no idea. So to figure out the square footage of an area, you take the length times the height, multiply it together. And that's what your square footage of that area is. And so if I was doing floor tile, mm-hmm. I do one side, multiply the other side. Right. And so if there's a bathtub and a vanity and a toilet in the way, do you just go wall to wall to calculate? And then that gives you your overage that you might need and want? 
Depends on how big the bathroom is. Okay. I mean, if you had this monster bathroom, it would depend. What if it's a, you know, a room that isn't just a perfectly nice square? It has different lengths walls or little cubbies and that type of thing. How would and you, you could section it out into make it into squares. Right. So or, it's like, okay, this little nook right here, you draw a line. So that's its own area. And then you can measure the other area there. And then you add the two together. So right. You get the right. total, total square footage. Cool. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So and cubic area would just be putting the next element into it. Like if you're looking at, a heater, a, mm-hmm. you know, a wall heater or something for your bathroom or a small room, they might put it in terms of how many cubic feet Yep, it can serve. Right. So you just multiply it by the height. Then the height. Cool. Side, side height. Square yards. Same thing. Typically when you're doing carpet, you know, mm. they do it, they measure it in square. I don't know why they measure it in square yards, but they do. So yeah. it's, yeah, just you're measuring... Every three feet, feet, of course, you know, one yard times one yard is one square yard. I guess they're coming from their uh, uh, clothing. Who knows? Fabric tradition. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, a trick to for, for measuring more accurately when you are measuring, say, say you're measuring the windowsill, right? Okay. So you're going from, you know, the edge of the window to the edge of the window and you have to bend your measuring tape yes. up. Yes. Right. And you're kind of guessing at that number. Yeah. So if you take um, like a playing card Mm -hmm. and you you clip it onto your tape measure, you bend it, bend your major tape measure down. So like you normally would. And then you slide that uh, that playing card up until it butts into that corner. Mm -hmm. And then you take the tape measure out then the the playing card will be resting up against the tape measure and you mark or you note what the measurement is on the tape measure at the edge of the card. And that's going to give you the length of that inside measurement. I don't understand where you're I'm so, not understanding how the card has helping you. Okay. So so you've got your tape measure that's here and then and and then it's 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 bending like this. It's coming up to a, a right angle and right. so and it can't but, go past but it. But that that right angle doesn't fit snugly into the corner. Sure, right, right. So you clip a a card uh to the tape to the tape, not right? to the okay. Right, to the tape. So it's back here. Oh, and right? it will follow and the then curve. And then you you bring that card up until it butts up into the corner, right? Yeah. And then you take that away, take the tape. and that t- the tape measure is going to flatten out, and that card is then going to rest up against the underside of it, and wherever and that's that, the measurement—that's the measurement wherever that edge of the playing card is. Very cool. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Pretty sweet because you know when you're doing trim work like that, sometimes that eighth of an inch or whatever it's important, and right, or you know, you, it looks ugly. Yeah, it's like yeah. oh, I have to cut it again because I was, you know, when you were eyeballing or it, whichever crap way. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's unacceptable. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so clip it onto the tape, not onto the... Cool. Yep. And another trick for measuring with a little bit more accuracy um, with a tape measure is to start at the end of your board on the one-inch line as opposed to clip in the end because you know that little clip on the end of a tape measure, how it can move. Yeah. Right? Yes, exactly. And, and right. sometimes if your tape measure is a little older, it's a little sloppier. Yes, right. So you could be 
close to, you know, I think it eighth of an, an inch, eighth. maybe more off yeah. when you go to do that. So if you take and you you place your one inch mark on the edge of the board, right. measure it all the way. Figure it out, but you remember to, to take the inch off. Take that right. You got to take that extra inch off. That's that's where mistakes get made. It's like right. oh, it's like look at how clever I'm being. Right. And right. By the time you get to the other end of the tape, you've now forgotten how clever you were. Right. Right. So no, you actually want to add an inch. Oh my god, we almost ruined everybody's project. Okay, so if you're at the edge and you got one so inch here, on, I mean the the clip is supposed to is supposed to be helpful for you to to pull it. So. Um, is there a trick for keeping it at that one inch? I mean, would you, uh, if you were going a long distance, that's not helpful. Yeah. Well, you could take right? a clamp, clamp it on there. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. I use a tape measure that doesn't automatically retract, that it actually holds out and I have to push a button for it to react, right. retract. I love that much better than the other way around. Sure, sure. But I'm not a carpenter. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So that does make it a little bit easier that way so that it doesn't, it's not retracting back on you. So you can lay it on there and make sure your measurements really are good. Yep. yep. Cool. Those are my math tricks, carpenter math tricks. What do you think? Bring him out to parties. Yeah. It's yeah. a party trick. Well, we were doing a... Well, I think the party trick would be really fun is checking out square walls. Oh, right. Figuring out if your walls are square. <laughs> <laughs> and can you, you can use that for tiny spaces too, right? Or sure. Because so like instead Three of feet, inch. it could be inches. Yeah. Yep. Or whatever, Absolutely. as long as that relationship mm-hmm. exists. Cool. Centimeters or millimeters. Centimeters. Whatever you want to use. Yes. Uh, moving on to our design update. Well, I, What's the trends? What's the fashions? It, What's happening, it, Amy Eklund? <laughs> <laughs> the woman who has her pulse, apparently, on interior design. Well, you know, I try to keep up on it, but but I'm noticing more and more as I'm going to do, you know, final walkthroughs on our product, on yeah. our on our projects. Um, we we just finished up a basement remodel, mm-hmm. and oh my word, they had this bold, bold wallpaper in their laundry room. Nice. I mean, I loved it, but it was this 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 dark blue and it had lighter blues in it and it was just and it was like wow yeah. you know it's it's a laundry room <laughs> but whatever you want um and then i was reviewing with a designer today um the the price of the project kind of got away with it so we had to start you know taking stuff off and mm. it's like okay so mm-hmm. and one of the things she said was okay well take the wallpaper off the wall that goes up the stairs i was like oh I didn't know we were doing wallpaper <laughs> in there. So, right. but it's coming back more and more and more. Um, yeah. We just uh, finishing up a project in Bellevue, and oh my goodness, there was wallpaper all over the place. Really, really different. I mean, in the bathrooms and and in offices and um, yeah. I'm surprised at how bold it is. It is very bold. It's bold, and they're kind of breaking the rule of boldness being an accent. Because I, I've seen the laundry rooms and now people are going nuts with their laundry rooms. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind mm-hmm. of this oasis of ways, like, you know, their folding area and all that kind of stuff, right. not just some place that has the two appliances. And they're wallpapering on multiple side walls. And I've even seen them wallpaper the same thing, very bold, on four walls. Yeah, that was like this project that we're, we're just finishing up where... It was an office, so the office was maybe, I don't know, 12 by 12, 10 by 12, something like that. Sure. And so there was a chair chair rail that that cut mm. the walls in half, so it was a white chair rail, and they did this uh, textured wallpaper mm. on the bottom half. So it, it was it almost like it had thin jute lines vertically 
that was kind of like a rust color. Gosh. And then above that was this kind of almost a similar color, but it was a flower pattern of sorts. The entire room That's was- just a lot, man. It, it, yeah. It was In my a opinion, lot. I think it's a lot. I think the other thing is, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, wallpaper is extremely expensive when compared to just painting a wall. Correct? Oh, heavens yes. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize how expensive it was. Yeah. And materials. So, and if you do a credit job on it, particularly if you've got the fancy, you know, if you've got anything straight happening. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And it is, it is an art form to, yeah. to get those. I mean, especially if you're doing a big area. And there's not a lot of wallpaper hangers out there. I think they're going to rue the day. You think so? Yeah. Just okay. like we changed our mind from this, you know. And I'm like, well, remember back in the 70s. Right. I'm like, well, I suppose we every 50 years you can do something. <laughs> you can try something again. Maybe you just paint over it like you did in the 20s and 30s, right? <laughs> oh, right? You go into these houses now and they've just painted over it. You can see the seam. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then it's impossible to get off. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I tell you, I think they're going to ruin the day. Oh, Looks anyway, good now. Yay, yay or nay? Yay or nay? Drop us a line. Tell and let's us. talk. Let's talk home repair at gmail.com. If you have any opinions on wallpaper, because I certainly do, but I'm holding my tongue. And uh, if we totally confuse you on math, let yeah. us know. I'll do a tutorial. Sorry about that. Maybe oh. we, should, we need to do a YouTube with a whiteboard, I think. Oh, that'd be fun. <laughs> and then I'm going to have you do, oh, we should do that. And then I'm going to have you actually oh, do your method. No, I'm going to have you do your method okay. that you were arguing with me about. Because we could even just do it on a paper. We could do it. All right. Okay. All right. Thank you, Amy. Thank you, Alicia. Makes me wonder.